Howdy. Hi, hi. What's going on over your way? The Nothing. dog tearing something down? No, he just jumped on the couch to oh. lay down. He's settling <laughs> in for a story. Oh, That's good. Nice. Good, good, good. Um, yeah, today, guys, um, we're a little late with it, but it's still Monday, so it counts. Uh, we are doing our <laughs> snack size episode, and this week it is my turn. Hopefully, Laura, you haven't heard of this one either. This um, uh, was actually a listener suggestion. One of our listeners sent me this uh, story on TikTok, actually. Um oh, cool. So when I watched the video, I was like, uh, yeah, I need to cover this. Um, it's called The Blood House at Fountain Drive in, Ooh. in Atlanta. Have you ever heard of this? No. No? I have not. Okay. All right. So my sources uh, to here are theghostinmymachine.com, ranker.com, and trulyadventure.us. So this is so fucked up. Um, <laughs> so the house is located on Fountain Drive in Atlanta, and it's a small and cozy house built in 1945, made of brick, had three bedrooms. Um, and one evening in September of 1987, um, nearly every room in the house, plus the halls and the basement, suddenly and inexplicably became covered in blood human blood so <laughs> there was so much blood in this house that it became known as the blood house at fountain drive now the weirdest part was that there was no identifiable source for the blood there was no gory crime there was no terrible accident nothing like that um and to this day there is also no explanation as to the cause so just a bunch of fucking human blood just showed up at the house. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Did people live there? Uh-huh. So okay. in the fall of 1987, the home was lived in by Willie and Minnie Winston. They were in their late 70s and had lived there for more than two decades. They had raised three children there, um, all of whom were adults by this point. Mm -hmm. So Willie was 79 and he had kidney problems and his 77 year old wife took care of him and he went through dialysis on a regular basis. So one night, the night of September 8th, Minnie soaked herself in a bathtub to relax and she, when she was finished and she got stepped out of the bath, hi, <laughs> fluff butt, um, when she stepped out of the bath around 11.30, she stepped into something wet. And it wasn't water. It was slick and sticky. And it was bubbling up from be between the tiles in the bathroom floor. Um, red liquid soaked her feet and the floor. She would later describe it as, quote, like a sprinkler spraying it in the room. So she was worried because her husband was on dialysis. So she thought maybe he had injured himself. So right. she rushed a call for him, but he was asleep in their bedroom. And they re quickly realized that the bloody substance wasn't confined to the bathroom. It was everywhere. 
It was in the hallways, in the kitchen, in the living room, in one of the bedrooms, in the basement, and in the house's, house's crawl space. So it horrifyingly looked like blood, but they couldn't find a, they couldn't find a source. The prayer first thought that perhaps a small wounded animal had gotten into the house, um, but they didn't find any evidence of an animal anywhere in the house. Um, there was no source or reason for the liquid that many would go on to describe as, again, like a sprinkler spraying up from the floors and all over her home. The dialysis, mach- the dialysis machine that cleaned Willie's blood in lieu of his functioning kidneys was mm-hmm. even checked for a leak, but nothing was found. So after kind of exhausting all of their own leads to try to find out what it was and where it was coming from, they decided to call 911 for police assistance. So the first emergency service to arrive at the house were EMTs, of course, and they meticulously checked out the elderly couple for missed wounds or cuts on their bodies, anything like that. Um, The next to arrive were police and Brenda Dipple, who's a lab technician that was tasked with collecting the blood. So the police asked whether there were other people in the home and found that Minnie and William were honest in their insistence that it was only the two of them. They, of course, searched the house. They couldn't find anybody. They also couldn't find a dead animal. Um, The couple said they locked their doors at 9.30 p.m. that night and then set their security alarm, preventing any intruders. Um, It was, like I said, around 11.30 when the first droplets of blood began to appear. But, like... I mentioned by the time police got there, it was all over the fucking house. Um, they had the police had no idea how to help, what was happening. They found no homicide or any cr- crime of any kind. Um, so the EMTs were like, "There's we have nothing to treat here." So the property managers, which were a father and a son, who they were both named Alfred. They arrived. Um, flashlights, they got their flashlights out and they went around. They were digging around the basement, looking for everything, anything they could find. There were no burst pipes that could have released some kind of foreign substance. They found more blood stains beneath the television stand in the basement. Um, the son looked around the house completely baffled. Now, Detective Cartwright of the Atlanta Police Department. He um, was taking notes on his notepad and he sensed that it was an open and shut case. It came down to this. Houses do not bleed. Okay. There are no blood vessels or arteries behind walls. Brick and mortar has no heartbeat. If this was blood in the Winston residence, then somebody put it there, either via injury, death, or most likely a simple misunderstanding, which when I read that, I was like, what? Right, like, hey, will you put, um, I need to paint my house red. Oh, I'm just going to put some blood there for you. Like, I don't understand. How could could you have a misunderstanding about, like, hey, I want to About blood blood." all (laughs) over the place, yeah. So he asked Minnie, how's your eyesight? And, excuse me, she replied, quote, it's fine, and I know what I saw. She didn't like to be dismissed. The former school teacher made it clear that she would not be condescended to, which was a hint the detective took. Um, 
Now, her husband, who rocked in his chair in their tidy living room, confirmed his wife's descriptions. Now, Brenda Dipple, who I mentioned earlier, who was Mm -hmm. the lab technician, she collected samples from the home in the various rooms, and she admitted that the house gave her the creeps. So, surprising everybody, except for the Winstons themselves, lab testing showed that the liquid was indeed human blood. In fact, it was type O blood. All of it. So, testing proved that Minnie and her husband were both type A. So, it couldn't come from his dialysis machine. It didn't come from either one of them. So, police informed the press that they did not intend to investigate further if there was no evidence of a crime. The idea of a hoax was also suggested... Um, And the state crime lab concluded that no murder had taken place in the home. The theories um, that the police and investigators had had dried up quickly. Uh, The public's fascination with the phenomena, however, was anything but waning. So police decided that they were going to investigate the uh, former other former occupants of the home. Um... So before the Winstons moved in, Albert Thompson and his wife were residents. Albert was black, just like the Winstons were, and he worked for the Federal Housing Authority, um, or the FHA. Mm -hmm. One day in 1950, Albert was T-boned by a white driver who suffered no injuries. Albert was treated and sent back to the house on Fountain Drive with internal bleeding that doctors missed. The man responsible for Albert's injuries was not charged with anything and was let off with just a warning. So some believe the house was bleeding. The house bleeding was connected to Albert's fate as the Mm -hmm. blood appeared to the Winstons when the anniversary of the car accident and Albert's death on Halloween were less than a month away. Okay. But with that, they lived, the Winstons lived in the house for 22 years. So yeah, that seems like a switch. why would he why would a ghost wait that long to right you know mm-hmm. like it's not the anniversary and it's been a minute but like I'm super pissed today <laughs> uh, suddenly I'm really mad yeah mm-hmm. um, other people pointed to the death of another black man at the hands of a police officer who shot the wrong suspect an event that transpired just days before the blood began appearing in the Winston home. But again, this doesn't seem like any sort of correlation to them either. Right. It's not like it happened in their front yard or they knew the person or... Right. I mean, and as the newspapers of the t- of the time said, Atlanta was, a you know, kind of a dangerous area in the 80s. Mm-hmm. So what, just some, you know, a black man was shot by police in Atlanta in the 80s and now these poor people have blood all over there like it does that it just doesn't make any sense to me right so another theory or a part of this theory is people were wondering if the house on Fountain Drive was maybe a portal for the pain of these victims and the deep-rooted racism in the Atlanta area where they lived so there's a guy named Kurt Rollett And he was a researcher of paranormal activities, and he became fascinated with the story on Fountain Drive. But unlike other reporters and curious parties, Kurt waited six months for everything to die down 
before he sat down with Minnie and tried to attempt to find what was really going on inside their house. So he called her up and he asked her several questions. Now, according to Minnie, the Winstons had lived in the home, like I said, for 22 years without any previous strange occurrences. And she now either believed or just wanted others to believe the blood that appeared in her home was just rust and mud. Minnie claimed hot wa- the hot water heater in her basement busted and the steam mixed with rust and mud shot through the ductwork to cover her home. This, of course, was refuted by the crime lab testing that identified the substance as type O human blood. Mm-hmm. So... Kurt concluded that Minnie did not want the substance that propelled her and her husband into the annals of paranormal lore to be blood. So she simply refused to believe it. After all, she had said she wasn't going to stay in a haunted house. So unsurprisingly, the interview did nothing to conclude the cause of the event. So from the moment the police had arrived at the Winston house that night, so did the onlookers. William was frail and stayed in bed for the majority of the day, leaving his wife to answer the door and the telephone when nosy neighbors and reporters came calling. So filming took place inside the house, showing large spatters of blood throughout it. During the investigation, the police were filming everything. Now, There was a parapsychologist named William George Roll Jr. He just showed up unannounced with a reporter and asked for access to the home. He was turned away, but he vowed to keep trying. Um, Minnie stated to the Associated Press on September 10th, I still don't know where the blood came from, and I'm tired of all these people asking me all of these questions. If anybody comes here today, I'm not going to open my door. The phone rang all night, people asking me questions. I'm fed up with all of this. I can't... This poor couple. I mean, she's 77. She has enough shit going on that she doesn't need that shit. Exactly. He's 79. He's sick. He's got kidney problems. I mean, it... It... It's just bizarre, no matter how you look at it. So some of the theories. Um, Rebecca Long of the group called Georgia Skeptics published a piece about the home claiming an investigator shared his belief that the whole thing was, in fact, a hoax. This person allegedly said there were tensions between the Winstons and their grown children, leading to the blood being thrown about the house. Part of the theory was that the Winstons wanted more attention from their children and that somehow Williams rely or sorry, somehow that Willie's reliance on a dialysis machine meant he had access to human blood. However, the blood in the machine would be type A if taken from the machine in their home. Right. Another theory. And he's not exactly running around. Exactly. Another theory was that the Winston's daughter, who was happened to be a nurse, mm-hmm. stole blood from her workplace and flung it about the house. The reason was to have her parents declared incompetent and take over their finances. No one seemed to care that the Winstons had no previous run-ins with police or any similar history. So 
those are the two running theories that they mm-hmm. did it, which I guess I can kind of see. They were in the house. It was locked from the inside. The alarm was on. There were no intruders. Nobody broke in. There was no forcible entry. No mm-hmm. animals had gotten in. It's a logical conclusion to come to that it was one of them. Right. But the motive needs to be there, and I don't see a motive anywhere. Um, now, well, this, the daughter seems like the most plausible thing at this point. Kind of, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, with, yeah, without knowing, like, what their family Anything dynamic about their was situation, like. Yeah. yeah, but... Yeah, for sure. Um, now, that Carl Rollett, he stated, quote, that... After all things are considered, a paranormal event seems to be as likely an explanation as any other that have been purposed to date. Well, that's fair, too. Mm-hmm. Um, now, Minnie and William remained in the home until they both passed away. William died a couple of years after the blood appeared in their home. Minnie lived to be 104 and died in the home in 2015. The case remains unsolved to this day. And no further incidents of this sort have been reported at the house. Yeah, the only other thing I could think of is, like, I wonder, um, because you said they have a crawl space. Right, yeah. So, I mean, if somebody can get underneath, right? Okay, maybe. Maybe, yeah. Um, And they didn't own the home, so somebody else had Access access to it, right, yeah. Right would be the landlords or something like if they wanted to force them out for some reason or yeah unknown like motive right like that's that's the only other thing that i can think of that makes any kind of sense is like yeah who has that like because they have access and they may have had not like a motive you know maybe they would have had an opportunity but i mean they lived there for 22 years and then this was in 87 and she stayed in the house until 2015 so it's they they obviously didn't get him out i know i'm just like it's weird mm -hmm. it's the most trying to get them out and then they did that and then they were like i guess we just better fuck off and leave them alone maybe the blood thing if it didn't work maybe we (laughs) went too far yeah Like, no, I don't we can't fuck with them at all. <laughs> I was really surprised when I read, I know, right? I was really surprised when I read that they tested it and it was, in fact, human blood. I'm like, yeah, animal blood, okay, something. And then it said that it was human blood, type O. And I'm like, whoa, okay, I didn't see that coming. Well, A lot of that- these stories have that kind of, it was cow's blood or it was from a butcher mm-hmm. shop or, you know what I mean? It's very, very weird. And it sounds like there was a lot of blood. Yeah, it sure does. It doesn't sound like there was just like, oh, look, there's a spot. No. <laughs> right. Yeah, like no. It was like dripping. Right. Like, around, like soaking in. Yeah. Which take quite a bit. I mean, I know, like, type, is it O or O positive is the most, I mean, it's coveted, right, by the donation centers because yeah. that's universal and they can only get that back. So, I mean, it would make sense that if then I don't know what the daughter did specifically, but if she had access to blood, maybe that would be that. I don't know. It's so maybe. weird. It's super it's weird. weird. Yeah. The idea Good that one. he, thank you. Thank you. The idea that he would have had access to blood. Well, just cause you're on a dialysis machine doesn't mean you have access to other people's blood. Right. 
they're not just wheeling them through the aisles. Is there anything you see that you like? Seriously, it's not that you don't go to a freaking supermarket and get the blood. Like it's ridiculous. Right. So, um, yeah, it was it was a bizarre one. And the minute um, the minute I saw the quick little TikTok on it, I was like, I gotta look into this. And then, I, yeah, it was. Really and really peculiar, and I was running out of time to pick a story, so I was like, "Ah, yay! Listener saves the day." Nice. Yeah. So. Right, well, good one. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much. Um, Here's listener. Yeah. Thanks, listener. Listener Libby. Um, so that's it, guys. We hope that your final week of 2022 is going to go out with a bang and propel you into a lot of really wonderful and amazing things in 2023. We are certainly hoping for that here at History of a Haunting. Um, things are looking nervous. We're kind of nervous <laughs> over here. We're going to just into 2023. Mm-hmm. We're going to tiptoe. I'm going to put a salt ring around it and some sage <laughs> around 2023 just to protect us because woof. Anyway, guys, thank you so much. We will see you uh, this coming weekend for the big New Year's Eve celebration. We have a very special guest and she's going to be talking uh, with us about uh, one of the goddesses of her native Hawaii. And um, we get a schooling in Hawaiian pronunciation, so... It's good times had by all. Anyway, bye guys. Stay safe out there because you never know who or what is throwing blood around your house. Bye. Bye.